Welcome to A Court of Swish and Flick, A Court of Thorns and Roses podcast. To the people who look at the stars and wish, we welcome you to the 16th episode of A Court of Swish and Flick. This episode is sponsored by Marissa Melrose. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Marissa. Thank you. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah. And today we will be discussing chapter 15 of A Court of Thorns and Roses. We're very, Buckle up. We're getting closer to having... No, we're not. It's going to be a <laughs> we're long not. time. We're not. Yeah, it's I thought forever. you were going to say we're getting closer to Reese, and I was like, what does that have to do with no. whatever? I want these numbers to not be the way that they are. Well, they, we're going to have to wait we chose until... not. Had we chose to number the bonus episodes, we could have, but you said no. I know. it's. I made a dumb mistake. <sighs> Tiffany. I know. Well, we if go? you had set that precedent, we would have been off again already because we're doing another bonus episode. So. <laughs> But it still would have been like more, like it would have been better. It would have been better for us. Yeah. Because there would have been more space. Oi. Oh, well. All right, friends, make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends. Because if you like us, I mean, if friends are cool, they should like us too. Follow if us on. Your friends are cool. <laughs> follow us if on If they Facebook. don't like us, dump them. Yeah. <laughs> dump them. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Court of Swish and Flick and Twitter at ACOSAF. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash A Court of Swish and Flick. Supporting our podcast keeps us going. You'll get exclusive, you'll get access to our exclusive Facebook group and Discord channel, as well as live recordings once a month. Our episodes also come out early for patrons. It's posted to Patreon the weekend before, and we really appreciate all your support. You can send any questions, concerns to our email at a court of swish and flick at gmail.com. Good job, Catherine. Thanks. Um, so the last episode slash chapter ended with four shadowy figures that slipped through the birch trees. So dark that they seemed made from a starless night. Mm, foreshadowing to bad things happening in the night court, mate. Night, night, night court. Night to leave its court. I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the naga. Yeah. Nice. Scare me. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's like they're in a nightmare, hmm. if you will. So, the description of the Naga is disgusting, and it made me want to bomb bomb. So, they are covered in dark scales and nothing more. Naked. (laughs) (laughs) Naked. What? Did you, uh, have you ever, like, Googled an image of a Naga? I have not. No, No, I haven't. I should do that. Mm Mm-hmm. And then because they're tonight. like in D and D and stuff, I think. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, interesting. Um, they are like a combination of serpentine features and male humanoid bodies with talons on the ends yep. of their powerful arms. Terrifying. Large talons. I was thinking that, that from whatever that Napoleon movie is? Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. 
So they're the creature of the legends that Feyre had heard about before. And they were the creatures that slipped through the walls to torment and slaughter mortals in those tales. Samesies. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) They have huge almond-shaped eyes, and they're like taking in the scene with like Vera and the cereal with their little almond-shaped eyes. Cute. And so you can go on the wiki, and it's pronounced Naga. I was right. And there are species of fairies that enjoys torturing and eating mortals. That's kind. And obviously many of like the human legends have them in it, inspired by the Naga, which I can totally see why. Mm-hmm. And then it talks about how four of them appear in the western woods of the Spring Court with good old Feyre. There's also um, a Naga that attacks Tamlin's Manor after... The set of keys to the manor is found missing in Wings and Ruin. And it is revealed through Favor's magic that the Spring Court sentry on duty was lulled to sleep by Ianthe, who stole the keys and then unleashed a bunch of them gotcha, on the manor to gain attention after the solstice incident in which Favor uses her powers to be a blessed rather than Ianthe being blessed. Did she use her powers or did was she just like, I'm not dumb and switch things around? Says that she used her powers. I don't think she literally just knew where she was going to stand and moved things. Right. So the sun well, right shone into, on her. Right into the wiki, man. You're wrong. You're wrong. So they're taking in the scene, right? Scene. <laughs> Surreal. <laughs> Feyre. Fornaga. And they're paused. And the surreal's between them. And Feyre has an arrow on the one that's right in the center. And the creature smiled at her, and it had razor-sharp teeth and a silvery-forked tongue. Mm. More serpentine. Quote, The Dark Mother has sent us a gift today, brothers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we did that. He said, gazing at the surreal, who was clawing at the snare now. I feel bad. You're scared. The Naga's amber eyes shifted toward me again. And a meal. Another one commented that there wasn't much to eat. Referring to Feyre and how thin she is. Still. And so Feyre begins to back away. She goes towards the stream, which is towards the manor. And her arrow is still focused on one of them. And she's thinking, like, one scream from her would notify Lucian that she needed help, but she, like, couldn't catch her breath to even, like, begin to think to scream. Human, the surreal begged. And then this line struck me, the, the, the verbiage of begged. I thought that that was interesting. I wonder, <clears throat> because the surreal is so old, if, because they said you brought us a gift today. And a meal. So, like, we know they're not going to eat him. Right. right? They're going to eat her if right. they caught them. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if there's, like, a past there. And if, like, do they, like, torture him, like, the surreal? Or, like, is there some way to get, like, information on him that's not super pleasant? I don't know. Do they not work been for anybody? Before. Do they work for anybody? Or they're just Voldemort there? I think no. that they're hmm. just not kind. 
So Feyre, who is like the ever calculating person, like she's always looking at surroundings, counting what she's got, figuring it out. And I feel like that comes from having to do that in her life in the human part, you know, before she was taken, like, how much money do we have? What do I need to get? Blah, blah, blah. Like, so she's like always in survival mode. I know that like it's really survival mode right now, but like even with the manor and like figuring it out, she wanted to make sure that if somebody like blindfolded her, she was going to be able to find her way around. So like, I appreciate this about her because it's smart. And so she's like, I have 10 arrows, nine. Once I fire this one, none were ash, but would keep the Naga down with enough time for her, her to flee. And so the whole time she's backing away, taking small steps one at a time, but as she does this, the Naga continue to like creep closer towards her, clearly savoring like the slowness that is this hunt. Truly. And so, <laughs> okay. I have, uh, I have beef with Sarah J. Mass. The word heartbeats in referring to time <laughs> is so overused. I don't care for it. I don't care if it's mixed in a little bit, but it's like a lot. <laughs> Anyways. So she has three heartbeats to make up her mind about what to do and execute her plan. (laughs) So she draws back her bowstring. Her arm is trembling. And let me tell you, if you've never fired a compound bow before, they have some poundage on them. Mm -hmm. So there's different weights to pulling back a bowstring. Um, And if you're actually going to kill something, you're going to have it's a heavier weight. Because this is gross. Because it's got to bust through your skin and, in, in, you know, impale your organ and kill you. Yeah. So the fact that her, she's like got this bow back ready to go and she's holding it. She's got some muscle stamina going on. And so her arm is trembling and then she screams. So she's all at the same time. Sharp, loud scream with, like, every bit of air that she could get into her lungs. And the Naga were now completely focused on her. And with that, she fired her arrow at the tether that held the surreal in place. So she saved the surreal. And the snare shatters. And like a shadow on the wind, the surreal was gone. Blasted off into the dark, and the four Naga are staggering back. And the one that was closest to Feyre lunges for the cereal. Joke's on you. And the others still wanted to kill her. So she's got three that want her as a meal. So she lets another arrow loose. Quote, the tip glittered like a shooting star. Look at that. Stars again. (laughs) Through the gloom (laughs) of the forest, I had all of a blink before it struck home and blood sprayed. Uh, so that Naga, 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 toppled back and the remaining three whirled towards her. And she had no idea if that shot was a killing shot or not, because she was already running. Um, She ran for the stream and thought about how Lucian said that he'd be nearby, but she also thinks that um, she's probably too deep in the woods for him to help her. 
<laughs> All I hear is Kristoff singing. <laughs> Lost in the woods. <laughs> Lost in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> um, she could hear how close the Naga were to her as she ran. And she noticed that the snarls coming from them were not like anything that she'd heard from Tamlin or Lucian. Or any wolf or animal from the woods, for that matter. This is not like anything she'd ever experienced. Did it sound like this? I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it in your dreams. Uh, so her, in her mind, she's thinking her only hope of getting away from them is outrunning them long enough to reach Lucian. Uh, she didn't want to think about the hills that she had to climb or the fact that Lucian could have changed his mind and not been there anymore uh, because they mm-hmm. don't have a level of trust like that yet. So she could hear the Naga getting closer. She leapt over the stream. However, unlike the Surreal, the water did nothing to slow these creatures down. They just bounded through it with her. Um, she ran through a thicket, which... I didn't. I didn't know what that was, so I looked it up. So if anybody else didn't know, you. I'm floored. Listen. No, I'm didn't. genuinely surprised. I was like, I mean, I guess like I had a vision of what it was, but I wanted to know actually what it was, and it was a little okay. bit more generic than I thought it was going to be. So it wasn't yeah. as exciting as I was anticipating. But anyway, it's just a dense group of bushes or trees. And this dense because there's a lot of them, or dense because they're dumb. (laughs) It's a group of dumb trees. (laughs) You're just a dumb bush. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to say that was my nickname in high school, but it's really mean to me. (laughs) It's very mean to you, but it's so good. I'm gonna. You're going in my phone. Is that? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Um. So this thicket had thorns in it. I'm assuming it was bushes then, and not trees. That's just my envisionment of this. So it says that the thorns ripped at her cheeks, and she barely felt the stinging and the blood dripping down her face. So like, girl's not thinking about anything except getting to the end goal. Which is Mm -hmm. Lucian, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Fingers crossed. I think the end goal is I need to get there and survive. Not so much like, Lucian. Yeah. Hot redhead. She saw two dark figures flank her, closing in to cut her off. And she pushed herself harder, but the naga on the right rushed at her so fast. She leapt aside to avoid the slashing talons. And she stumbled but stayed upright just as the naga on the left pounced. And I said, yikes, because that was just like scary and anxiety inducing to read. Um, so she stopped mm. so fast and swung her bow up in a wide arc. And she nearly lost her grip as it connected with the serpentine face and bone crunched with a horrific screech. So so she hits it in the face with the bow. Right? Yes, just the bow. This okay. is not involving an arrow at all. She just smacks the shit out of him with her <laughs> bow. That's awesome. Yeah, I want to know. Like, this is. I'm embarrassed to say this. I want to know what this bow like looks like. I just assumed like old fashioned, like because but nothing like, fancy. Is it wood though? Because they have the ability to make like steel or stuff. Yeah, uh, I would assume wood because they crush it, don't they? Oh, I forgot that. <laughs> well, it's been a minute, since but it, I but read it's this also chapter. like so crazy and interesting that like she can 
with a bu- with a wooden bow crack crunch his bone like that's crazy what do you bats enough, man yeah. wood bats so clearly that yeah like tiff was saying she's got don't underestimate wood, a wood solid bat. wood you know that was also oh my nickname my in high God. school Oh Dumb bush, solid bush. <laughs> Wait, can I be one? You be dumb bush, I'll be solid. <laughs> um, solid wood. <laughs> so, like Tiff said, like she has to have some pretty awesome upper arm strength, or just like arm strength in general. I would think to be able to do this to them. I agree. Um, so she, I agree with myself. <laughs> she only made it three feet before the third Naga stepped in front of her. She swung her bow again, but he dodged it. And the other two hissed as they came up behind her. She was officially surrounded by these mofos. One of them sniffed at her and said, scrawny human thing. Do you know what you've cost us? And I'm assuming this means... That that other one is gone. I was thinking. Yeah, he su- does. He is dead. Oh, oh do you I think he's referring surreal. to the surreal? Maybe both. Oh. I guess could be. I was thinking the surreal for sure. Hmm. I thought because that. that's like who's the dark mother gave us some gift. Surreal's the gift, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean. I. Yeah. I guess it could. They could be talking about either thing. Um, and she just says, go to hell to them. And they laugh and step nearer. She swings the bow at the closest and he dodges it again, laughing. So, like, they're literally just playing with her now. I like in the chat, um, Emily said, we know Faye are super fast. Do you think that the Naga were just playing with her, being slower on purpose to play with their food type of a thing? But mm-hmm. also she, and then they say this again, or maybe these fairies aren't as strong as Faye because she was able to hurt them with the bow. I also think maybe at the beginning they would have done that, but then she really royally pissed them off when she killed the other one and like sabotaged their plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think at this point they're definitely playing with her because I, they've got her surrounded. They have her cornered. Right. Like she's not going to be able to get away from this. So like now they're playing with her, but I think that she genuinely was a match for them a few seconds ago when they were running. I yeah. think they're not playing with her now. I think they're genuinely like, but she's just, she, I think they, like they said, I think they underestimate her. Yeah. Um, because she stabs him right in the neck. Yeah. yeah. Way to spoil it. Well, I just, <laughs> I, I was just thinking, I was thinking they were playing with her because like they're, they're like chuckling and they're laughing as they're coming nearer her and they're just like dodging her blows. They're probably her trying to throw her off. Yeah. Yeah. They, I don't, they don't think she's capable of shit. You know? For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting because she just killed your buddy. Right. Right. You know? And so she, she killed one of cereal. you. Yeah. You dumb bush. Well, I don't think that they would. <laughs> I don't think that they really yeah. made that connection. Like, I don't think. Yeah. That, I don't think happening upon that scene, they really made the connection that, like, she trapped the cereal. Right. They were just like, oh, look at this. Because who would? Yeah. I mean, even, oh, even oh, Reese can't catch it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um. So... Oh. They one of the Naga says, We'll have our sport, though you might not find it as amusing. And Feyre grits her teeth as she swings again. And then she thinks to herself, I would not be hunted down like a deer among wolves. I would find a way out of this. I would. A black clawed hand closed around the shaft of my bow, and a resounding snap echoed through the two silent woods. She is so determined to find a way out. 
it's very much inside her. Fight until the last moment. And I love that about Feyre. She's resilient, dude. A lot of people like to give Feyre shit, but I, I really like her. Like she grows so much. Yeah, like I mean, she has her annoying moments in this book, but like she, her growth is so is so awesome. I don't know when she comes into her own. Like, there's no going back. Yeah, you know? it's what happens when you're brought back to life. I think I have more <laughs> issues with her husband than I do with her. I think you do as well. And we'll get to all of that, friends, in time. Yeah, people are going to be mad at me. Hey, you ever I mean, I definitely understand. It's just the things issues. that people don't think about. You know, if you read surface level and you don't like break it apart, some people yeah. don't think about things like that, like yeah. the way that we do. I just know also, like, as a person, like what I value and what he values. Granted, he's not real, but that's one of my biggest things. It doesn't matter. We'll get to it when we get to it. <laughs> in years. Yeah, that's going to be a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we meet him in five chapters. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Really? I think chapter at the end of chapter 19, I think. No, mm-hmm. in the, uh, chapter 20. Mm-hmm. Standing before me was the most beautiful man I'd ever seen. Dis- Don't ask why. I did not purposely <laughs> open to that page. Distant but. Rose is looking forward to your uh, peppers and opinions. Yeah. Well, you're going to get them. Sultaid. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be a conversation that's gonna be had. I still like him better than Tamlin, but there's also some things that he chose to do that's straight fucked up. <laughs> straight up. All right. Any hoosies. Feyre. She feels the air in her chest leaving a whoosh. And then one of the Naga grabs her by the throat, throws her to the ground. And it pounded her arm so hard, it made her let go of whatever was left of her bow. And like Meg was saying, like, she just has this, like, she just fights until the last moment. So she feels this, quote, white hot flame go through her. She doesn't know if it's rage or terror or just, like, straight up wild instinct. But she grabs the knife in her boot, which is Lucian's knife, and stabs the Naga in the neck, which is so badass get it especially uh, anyway blood rains down on her face and her mouth ew and That's disgusting she bellowed her fury and her terror i like the word bellow like she's just <laughs> digging her digging her knife in that neck um so she hurries to get away but of course there are other naga and one of them hits her really hard in the face she falls so hard to the grass she saw stars more stars, stars! <laughs> Carol loves her some stars. <laughs> stars and heartbeats. <laughs> did did you guys know that in the episode where she has that dream and those those shadows and I was like, maybe it's Reese. The author, Sarah J. Mass, did confirm like that it was Reese in the Shut dream. Shut your face. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. So maybe this is a little like mm, there's stars all around her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so out of instinct, she's like stumbling around trying to get to her feet. She still has uh, Lucian's knife in her hand and she's just thinking, not like this, not like this, not like this. Um, so one of the Naga lunges at her. She manages to dodge, but it does rip her cloak. I think it says, this, he, this is my beef with SJM. She says everything is shredded to ribbons. Oh my God. That's overused for me, but that's fine. I still love these books. It's all good. We all have our own little signature and whatever we do. That's just one of them. Um, 
Here comes the other Naga. That one throws her to the ground again. Its little talons are tearing into her arms. And they're playing with their food some more. And he tells her that she's going to bleed. And they're going to bleed her nice and slow. Um, yeah, it's real Sounds sick. Sounds fun. Yeah. And then there's a bone-shattering roar. But it's not from the Naga. Uh-oh, Tam-Tam's here. Look out. Were bones actually shattered during that roar? That's a good question. Do you think the rest of her bow enough. just shattered into pieces? Cut my bow into pieces. <laughs> this is my last survival tool. Weapon. You could have done weapon. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Also not her last survival tool. She's got that knife. No bow. <laughs> no arrows. <laughs> Hope I get out of this one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hope I get out of this thing alive. <laughs> oh, the Naga aren't going to. Uh, one of them, uh, the Naga that's on top of Pharaoh goes flying, crashes into a tree so hard that the wood cracked, and Tamlin tore into him. Quite literally. Anger issues, man. Tore into him. I mean, we're not mad about it right now. I know. Right. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> This makes me think of, um, like, if we're going back to Beauty and the Beast, like, this is when he saves her from the oh. wolves. Yeah. Yeah. But then he actually is supposed to get up, end up hurt. But that kind of happens later on. Oh, no, earlier. That happened earlier with the bog. Mm. She tended to him. Um. So the other Naga, 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 Naga. shrieks. Ooh, I just smacked my glasses against the microphone. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. And let's go, Farah, and is like, peace, I'm getting out of here. Tamlin's like, nope, just kidding. He let out a roar. Uh, Farah describes it as the marrow of her bones went cold. And bone shattering, bone freezing. Yeah. <laughs> Naga only bone got carver. a few <laughs> steps away before Tamlin tackled him and literally disemboweled him in one swipe. Ah, uh, that's vomit. Yeah, that's oh. lovely. I've got a lovely bunch of intestines. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Here they, they all are hanging out. In out. <laughs> Big ones, small ones. <laughs> Some as long as my colon. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, everybody. All Which I can colon? think about is the exhibit we just went to at the Natural History Museum, and you're like oh, wait, crouched down. You're like, this is where oh, your yeah. food goes. <laughs> That's what I was showing a lot of. They had like. Um, Someone's intestinal tract. And I was showing her. She thought it was cool. She did. I'm surprised she wasn't grossed out. I think she just didn't get that it was like really real. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, where did we go? Oh, it was in um the Franklin Institute. Yeah. They had a real like slice of brain. And I was like just fascinated and disgusted by it at the same time. It was just so Don't weird. Don't go to the bodies exhibit. I know, yeah. I know. That was I loved that it. was cool, but also kind of gross. That's how I feel about it, it all. Like I think cool. it's amazing, but I'm also like. I think it's amazing when people donate their bodies and they're not stolen. Uh yeah. Some of those exhibits. Yeah, that's not okay. Sketch. That's not okay. Anyway, Ferris stays on the ground. Uh, she's shaking so bad she thinks she might just fall apart at the seams. Um, Tamlin gets to his feet. He's literally dripping with blood and gore. You know, that's what happens when you disembowel someone. And Feyre just keeps thinking about what she just learned. Like, she keeps thinking High Lord over and over and over. Because, like, now all his power makes sense. 
because he's a high lord. Um, so he reaches for her, Farrah jerks away, and she describes him as still having like that feral rage in his gaze. He actually manages to get some control over himself. Good job, buddy. Proud of you. Uh, he puts his claws away and he says her name and she's shaking super bad. She can't stand up. She just keeps thinking about that sound of his roar in her ears. Maybe she thought it was sexy. I don't know. Primal Fury. <laughs> so, like, I don't remember. Does he roar when he and her are together? <laughs> when oh he finishes? God. Yeah. I was going to say, like, ejaculate, but I don't like that word. It's very clinical. We need a better word. There I mean, I could just say come. That, that are pretty crude. No, that's too, that's too, like... It just came. Yeah. <laughs> when he comes we to fruition. Like, Mia like said, when word. he arrives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. When he that's, finishes, that's, I guess is what some people say, too. When he orgasms. Oh, orgasms. oh thank you. Yeah, that I makes don't know. Orgasm. No, come on. I we think I forgot the word, to be honest with you. But, like, you know, like, later on with others in the books, and they're, like, roaring, and, like, mountains were shaking, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Does he roar? Like, is he roaring when he... Like, I don't know. Here's my thing. I hate that they can smell the arousal. I hate that a lot. I also don't need to hear you roaring all the time. If you're having sex, allegedly, as much as y'all are having sex in these books, you're keeping people up. <laughs> a girl's you trying know? to sleep. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I love those memes uh, oh or like those God. reels or whatever, where it's like sh the whole thing's shaking. They're like, oh, someone just came. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They're living in Valeris and like, oh, <laughs> bend down the hatches, there's, boys. <laughs> there's been an arrival. Uh, oh, oh, God. Uh, what are we asking? Does he yeah. bar? I don't remember. I, I like don't... that Mia, Mia just writes, Sasa, congrats on all the sex, but please shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, what were you gonna say, Tiffany? I don't remember if he roars. I don't know. I'm sure he makes some type of noise that they both think is pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> she allegedly also finishes. You know, who, who's to say? Does he have a spot like on the wing, like they got on the wings? Where was his his, his tail? Does he have a tail? I don't know. Maybe she rubs his ears. She's so furry. <laughs> I hope that they don't do that. <laughs> I hope they do. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Uh, so funny. Uh, we should... um Continue on and yeah, not like, talk about them? Not talk about them. <laughs> All right. I mean, we're going to have to talk about it sometime. True. <sighs> After chapter 20, because I know what happens after. They smooch before the party, I believe. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I'll let, because that's the night he bites her on her neck. On her, Yeah, that sounded weird. Yeah. He bites her on the neck. And then she, between that and then, like, maybe <laughs> chapter 26 is when they. That's the night he bites her. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's just funny. What, that I know that? No, just a, just a sentence. That's the night that he bites her. He does. He bites her right on the neck. And then Reese makes a comment the next time he sees her because he can hear her. Um, thwats? Her thwats. 
Anyways, it doesn't matter. She, she and him consummate their relationship at some point. And then she realizes that his dick is small. Sarah! I don't know if that's true. (laughs) But Reese's is better. That sounds wrong as well. All right. It's the wings. So Faber wants to know how Tamlin found her. And it turns out that he was hunting a pack of Naga when four of them broke away. Then he heard her scream. So she realizes that he doesn't know about the cereal. So just, you know, he just knows about her being in the woods. And also being attacked by the Naga. Um, So he reaches out and he touches her cheek. And she realizes, like, it's covered in, his hand is covered in blood. But, like, also her face is. So she's like, whatever. I'm not going to, like... Not let him touch my cheek with his filthy hands. <laughs> and so it's from the book. It says the pain in my face and my arm faded, then vanished. His eyes darkened a bit at the bruise. I knew was already blasting on my cheekbone, but the throbbing quickly lessened. Is that right? Lessened? Yeah. The metallic scent of magic wrapped around me, then floated away on a light breeze. So like he can heal. Can all horror. Whoa. That was not words. High Lord's heal like that. Mm, I don't I know. So. Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised, I guess. Who's the healer of the High Lords? Do we know? Do we remember? Uh, uh, one's that not, not that, wow, words are hard. One that's like, not mentioned a lot. Right. Um, I don't remember. Any whoosies. He lets go of her face, then uh, while he's telling her like how he Thiesian? found a dead Naga with one of his arrows. Thesa? Huh? How do you say his name? I don't know what how the you, High Lord saying. of the Dawn Court. And how do you how, spell his last name or his first name? T A T H E S A N. But what's Are his you, last name? <laughs> okay, get, Tiffany's choking over there. It's <laughs> his last name. <laughs> Thiessen, but I don't know if that's right. Thiessen. Oh. Well, he's the healer. <laughs> the High Lord of the Dawn Court is the healer. Thanks. Okay. Fun fact. Oh, I don't... That's an attractive picture. Um, in Etruscan religion and mythology, Thiessen is the goddess of dawn, divination, and childbirth and was associated with the generation of life. Romans identified her with their Aurora and Greek um, Eos. Fun fact. Anyways. Um, so he lets go of her face. He tells her how he find how he had found that dead Naga with one of his arrows in its body. Um, and all while he's talking to her about this, he's essentially taking off his clothes, kind of. He just takes off his tunic to give her something to wear um, because her clothes have been torn to shreds, basically. Ribbons, and now she's ribbons. Like, sure. What if somebody goes on the internet and just like has like a pretend wound and then just like hangs ribbons from it? <laughs> okay, you can do that, Tiffany. Okay. TikTok. Um. So now with the tunic off, he's got like a white shirt, like um. Mm-hmm. It's basically the way it's described because like he's got like blood all over him, and I'm assuming he was sweating because the man was running all over the place. Although he's not a man. Um, he's a child. She can see more of his body because he's got, you know, a white t-shirt contrast going on, right? <laughs> Take it off. 
It's like if you watch the newest season of Bridgerton, there's a scene with a wet white shirt. Um, and so she's like looking at all his muscles and shit. Cause of course everybody in these books that is a man <laughs> has like an muscles 18 ab thing, you know, <laughs> muscles you don't even think were muscles kind of a thing. So she thinks about the fact that he was literally born to kill. And then she thinks about the fact that she should have known that he was a high Lord, but maybe she didn't want to think that. So like maybe in the back of her head, she knew he was, but didn't want that to be true. Kind of a thing. Um, and didn't want to think about it. Like if, if I acknowledge this thought that it's true and then all of these other things, like consequences from that kind of thing. Anyways, Tamlin stands up and offers his hand to Feyre who actually does take it and stands, um, as well as she like can, but like Eminem, her knees are weak, but she's <laughs> able to stand up straight. <laughs> I was like, her arms are heavy. Eminem, and I was like, oh, I get Not it. Not the candy. That's what so I she thought. She stares at their linked hands covered in blood and thinks about the fact that he wasn't the only one who killed today. And she thinks uh, that she might be as much of a beast as he is and thinks about the fact that Tamlin saved her and not, and he also killed for her. Uh, and like, I, I think that this is kind of like just a foreshadowing to like really show us like, while yes, she, how she's reacted to, um, fairies in the past and everything but like a foreshadowing too like she really doesn't want she doesn't want to be hunting but she also doesn't want to just kill to kill like she she takes every single one of them like to heart with her and she has these reactions in the next book after everything that's happened under the mountain but also i think the months beforehand like this probably like and so she's like yes it was like either kill or be killed she's still it's still it's still affecting her you know um because she's not a shitty human being. So he then asks her if he wants to know what she was doing. And she says, no, definitely not. Not after he wanted me. Um, Oh, I think that's supposed to be warned me plenty of times already. Maybe, (laughs) but that's not what I wrote. (laughs) What I wrote was not after he wanted me plenty of themes already. (laughs) And she says, I thought I wasn't confined to the house or wasn't confined to the house and garden. I didn't realize I'd come so far. He dropped my hand on the days I'm called away to deal with trouble. Stay close to the house. And then I thought that's just a hint of the controlling ways that he like in the next book are just truly out of hand because right now she might seem defenseless because to them, like she's this human girl and she doesn't have a lot of meat on her bones and all of those things. But at the same time, she has been hunting for years and really is in her element when she's doing things like that. And then you cut to the, after in the next book, after under the mountain, all of those things. Now she's Faye. So she's got all of those things going for her. Um, and she's better equipped to defend herself than ever, except for the fact that she's a little suicidal, you know, um, she's a little sad. Yeah. And Tamla just makes it worse, right? So she thanks him, thinking about the blood of the Naga covering her, and she thanks him for saving her life. And she's also thinking about the fact that, um, like, what it means to have the High Lord of the Spring Court think that she is worthy of being saved. And I think this is, like, another little just nod of, like, how not great her mental health is uh, and how all of these things are going to truly affect it 
in like this book and then the next book where she really needs to like work on getting back to who she is, you know, like yeah. who her true happy self is kind of a thing. Um, I feel, and I said, what? I was just going to say, I feel like you don't, you don't catch these, you don't catch these things about her mental health on the first read because I feel mm-hmm. like it doesn't really like come to that until Akamath. And then like going back to this, you like get all the breadcrumbs that lead to her mental state mm-hmm. um, at the start of the next book. It's true. And it's yeah. just interesting to and like it, pick these up this time reading it. I think it's also true. Like when you're reading a book, like you bring your own experiences in when reading too. So like, yeah, when you felt like I'm not worthy of being saved, like then you see like, Oh, she thinks that too. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and you're better to pick better able to like pick little things up. If, if you know what it feels like, kind of a thing. Sad thoughts with Sarah. Oh my God. So we get another glimpse of things not being right because Tamlin is blaming himself for what happened because he tells Feyre that it is the least that, that he could do because they shouldn't have been able to get so close to the manor so far, so far into the land. So, like, both of these people, like, y'all need some therapy because, like, you don't think you're worthy of being saved and he's blaming himself for everything that's happening. Yeah. Um, which, like, I mean, it really totally isn't his fault. Choose. Amarantha's a cunt. We've been through this before. Like, she's the reason all this stuff is happening. Her and the King of Highburn, you know? Yeah. And those stupid queens. So he says that they should get home, and she thinks about not having the energy to tell him that the manor isn't her home. And she's currently thinking that she doesn't have a home um, because she doesn't really belong back with her sisters. Mm -hmm. And... Really, like, just wait. You really won't in a few. Yeah, like, when she goes back, like, it's not even to her, like, little cottage that she lived in for so many years. It's, like... It's a whole new house that, like, is very... I don't want to say unwelcoming, but, like, that's not her home. Yeah. Um, and a lot has changed. Into the unknown? Sure. Into the unknown. Into the unknown! Sure, Tiffany, if that's what you want to do with your life. Fun fact, I showed Alana Brandon Yuri's um, version of that. That's mm-hmm. his name, right? Brandon Yuri. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Brandon. What'd okay. you call him? Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> who you're talking about. So close. Um, she loved it. It's so like, good. Yes, girl, you have taste. I Is Alana going to be emo? Mm-hmm. I mean, I showed you the picture the other day. <laughs> All the necklaces and the beanie and the and the dark makeup. <laughs> so awesome. We walked back. This is quoting from the book. We walked back in silence, both of us blood drenched and pale. I could still sense the carnage we left behind, the blood soaked ground and trees, the pieces of the Naga. So then she's like thinking about the things that she learned from the serial. So stay with the high Lord. Fine. Easy enough. But as for the history lesson, it had been in the middle of giving, er, it had been in the middle of giving me about, um, wicked Kings and their commanders and however they tied to the, into the high Lord at my side and the blight. I still don't have enough specifics to be able to thoroughly warn my family, but the serial had told me not to go looking for further answers. I had a feeling I would surely be a fool to ignore his advice. My family would have to make do with the bare bones of my knowledge. Then hopefully it would be enough. And I was like, well, shit goes tits up because she, (laughs) while she doesn't really go looking for, for, for more information, she also 
doesn't not you know what i mean yeah um and so when she doesn't stay with the high lord tamlin um shit goes tits up because she goes back home and then she goes back and then she does the whole under the mountain thing and i think that's part of of the serial being like eh, like i think like the balls already started to go and like, this is what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. like stay with the high Lord. So maybe had she stayed with him and like told him that he, she loved him. It would have ended a little bit differently, but then I don't know about the whole under the mountain thing. Um, cause like that wouldn't have ended like her being there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but we also do know that like when she does go to stay with the high Lord of the night court, shit still gets rough, but it ends well. And she is able to help her family with her knowledge as well. So, like, she does, she's able to accomplish everything she sets out to do. Um, it just ends differently than what she expects, you know? Mm-hmm. And so she doesn't ask Tamlin about the Naga or how he did, the, how he did like, um, hunting them down or how he, how he did it, I think. She sensed that he wasn't happy about it. Uh, and, and more, it, she was saying, like, how she'd sensed him... S- um, feeling a deep unending sort of shame and defeat. Uh, and I think that plays like a huge part in how he, um, treats Feyre in the next book that he's, I think he feels so guilty for everything that happened that he, uh, doesn't listen to her and tries to protect her at like all costs, which, um, like and suffocates her. You know what I mean? Um, so, but like, all right. I'm not saying what he did was right at all. No, it's totally fucked up and wrong, but, but my, I'm just my trying question to... is like during all of like under the mountain, is he under some kind of spell? He just sits there. I think because he doesn't want to, I don't I know. I go back and forth like how I feel shows. with him. But like, feels... what was he doing behind the scenes? Like, are we ever going to find out? I don't think he was doing anything. See, that's dumb. Yes. Yeah, I don't think he, I, I and never the fact that, like, the second, the second he's, like, alone with her, like, he, you make out with her instead of, like, trying to get her to be free. Yeah. You, you just, know? like, want your last kiss. <sighs> Do you think he boned What's-Her-Face? I don't know. I kind of think so. You think? I don't know. Because like, I really like the theory that he wasn't in love with Feyre. A lot. I think he was you think in it love was with literally just for her. Well, or he was in love with the idea of breaking the spell and being free. And I think he was obsessed with the idea. I mean, he felt it was his duty to break the spell. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like anything he had to do. I like Distant Rose's question in the chat. If Feyre had confessed love to Tamlin, because I don't know the answer to it. I don't remember. Like, in the spring court, would that have freed everyone under the mountain too or just the spring court? Do you know? I think it would have just... It's, I think it's just the spring court's... The mask situation? But I don't know, because the whole 50 the, years... Does everybody under the mountain have that stuff too? No, only the spring court has the... The blights. The... Um, I don't think it's really the blight. I think that's just the name he gave it. Mm. They all have the masks on, but everyone's been stuck there for 50 years. Mm. So maybe they would have been able to go home, hmm. but I don't know. Because if that happened, Reese wouldn't have gone to Valeris. That wouldn't have gotten rid of if Amaranth, Amaranth was still alive. Oh, I... Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Your mic cut out. <laughs> oh, I said in the end, it happened the way it was meant to happen to because yeah, it yeah. got rid of her. 
you know? Uh, otherwise, it might yeah. not have gotten rid of her. Something that uh, Sarah J. Mass does is, like, really terrible, like, female villains, which I appreciate, which sounds kind of funny, but there's usually not, like, some good, like, quality female villains out there. You know what I mean? Um, Maleficent, Ursula, Evil Queen, Mother Gothel. That's oh, Mother that's Gothel. Disney. <laughs> it's all I Disney. I hate Mother Gothel. <laughs> yeah, she's a bee. That Rapunzel stuff? Yeah. 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 She sucks. <clears throat> I don't know that movie as well. Let's see. I'm trying to find out what exactly she says to her. Distant Rose also um, says, what about the theory that Amarantha isn't she dead? She says, I came to claim the one I love. And Amarantha's like, oh, I came, I come, I've come to claim Tamlin in High Lord of the Spring Court. And then what else did she say? But let me just wonder one. Because really, like, that's all she. Give me one reason why I shouldn't destroy you right where you stand, human. You tricked him. He is bound unfairly. Interesting. Did you see Distant Rose's question, an additional question? I like It says, what about the theory that Amarantha isn't dead since her name means unfading? I think she's dead, dead, personally. Well, I hope she's dead. She's pinned up there, right? Is that right? <laughs> I think. He literally says, like, he doesn't even know her. I don't even know her. I don't even know an Amarantha. (laughs) Amarantha? Um, (laughs) She's like, that's not even a decent lie, she says to him. Hmm. But she says, she said, Amarantha's like, things have been awfully boring since Claire decided to die on me. Killing you outright, human would be dull. But fate stirs the cauldron in strange ways. Perhaps my darling Claire had to die in order for me to have some true amusement with you. You came to claim Tamlin. Well, as it happens, I'm bored to tears of his sullen silence. I was worried when he didn't flinch while I was playing with darling Claire when he didn't even show those lovely claws. But I'll make a bargain with you, human. You complete three tasks of my choosing, three tasks to prove how deep that human sense of loyalty and love runs, and Tamlin is yours. Just three little challenges to prove your dedication to, to prove to me, to darling Jurian, and, uh, that your kind can indeed love true, and you can have your high lord. Consider it a favor, high lord. These human dogs can make our kind so lust blind that we lose all common sense. Better for you to see her true nature now. I want his curse broken too. She raised her brow, revealing whatever. Can I complete all three ta- of your tasks and his curse is broken and we and all his court can leave here and remain free forever. Magic was specific. A lie. Alice had said that, not a lie. <laughs> and that was how Amarantha had tricked them. It, I wouldn't let that ha- loopholes be my downfall. Of course, I'll throw in another element if you don't mind, just to see if you're worthy of one of our kind. If you're smart enough to deserve him, I'll give you a way out, girl. You complete all of the tasks, or when you can't stand it anymore, you'll ha- all you have to do is answer one question, a riddle, and then you know whatever. Um, I can't stand her. I can't stand the way she talks. 
Yeah, she's pretty terrible. Trying to see if, like, if she mentions all the other courts. But maybe they're thinking if, like, she gets free, then the rest of them can get free, too. Mm. But I don't think she really mentions the other courts. No? But whatever. I don't know. Um, so... What uh, what what do we say about this chapter? What are our final thoughts? I don't know what we were talking about. Naga, <laughs> Tamlin, <laughs> rescuing, bone crushing. I don't remember if I said this last episode, but I totally forgot that like the Naga could talk. Yeah, that totally like erased from my head, mm. and I just I pictured them as like creatures as opposed to like beings. I think that I have a really hard time remembering yeah. in her worlds what are creatures and what are beings. And I definitely like is a blur of lines. Yeah, because I forget a lot that like these things that are described as creature like are actually just different types of fairies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Same. Yeah. Yeah, I also forgot that. I was like, oh, there are words. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you talk. They're scary, though. Yeah, Yeah. they're uh, disgusting. But this is like... uh, little bit of a shift in her towards him i mm-hmm. feel like yeah i agree um it's that whole, i mean i think he saved me yeah kind of business yeah a little a little bit of trauma to uh wet their whistle i don't know that's really fucked up nothing nothing like a little uh <laughs> near-death experience yeah. savior situation to change your attitude well, well and i think she's kind of finally grasping like what kind of a situation she's in, especially finally hearing these answers from the cereal. And she still thinks at this point that fairies can't lie. Yeah. Granted the cereal, that is their thing is like truth stuff. Right. Um, so I think hearing that and also having that thought in her head that fairies can't lie. She now is like, okay, this is what I have to do. Like I need to stay with the high Lord. Yeah. Um, and also like probably trust, him more like oh he saved me he's not just gonna lock me up and throw away the key no i was not yet baby like slice (laughs) me open or something like that you know like to ribbons he actually to ribbons excuse me i'm sorry sorry he needed some for his hair that's cute but yeah i don't know i agree there's no your thoughts yeah write us on the internet highway Speaking of, you can find your hosts, Megan and Katie, are on Instagram at the Petrus Family. I, Tiffany, I am on Instagram at tiffswish underscore flick, and Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. I always want to have like a ding. I'm having a Braxton Hicks contraction right now. <coughs> Me too. That's fun. <laughs> so, any whoosies. Thank you for listening and for your support. We appreciate you so much. So take care and remember, only you can decide what breaks you. Only you You can prevent forest fires. Can prevent Prevent forest fires. fires. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Court of Swish and Flick is Swish and Flick's badly behaved sister. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay, Petra family, did you test? Yep. Yes, ma'am. We're, We're already Tiffany. recording it, dummy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>